movie. You've watched the TV show. You've read the book. You've heard the soundtrack. You've smelled the perfume. You've tasted the reasonably priced pickles. Now, at long last, it's time to experience the next phase. Direct from New York City and a hovel somewhere near Oxford, England. It's the all-new Earcorn Podcast with Mark and Bruce. Exactly the same as the old podcast. Only better Welcome. Hello. 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 I'm up. <laughs> I'm up. No, it's actually, Mark. Actually, Mark. Actually. Um, actually, actually, actually. This this could be a little bit weird, couldn't it? Because aren't you off? Aren't you off next week on tour? Well, I'm I'm off. Tour actually doesn't start for another two and a half weeks, but I'm off on Thursday to the UK. Yes. So we don't know whether we'll when we will reconvene. Oh, we'll definitely be. I'm I'm going to work out a way that we can do this. Because it will be okay. more entertaining than it has been. Can you believe that? Once um, be I'm more off on doing like a field report. Oh yes, no, it'd be fantastic if you, if you do. You you out on tour, Aircon goes on. I'll tour. start off by I interviewing like my mum because yes. she'll get very irritated yes. with me probably, which will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very good. Um, Okay, so we, yes, so so listeners, don't panic. I know there's probably been a ripple of panic has gone through all our our listening base, our listening base. Um, people think, oh no, when when when's it going to be the next aircon? I mean, and like, oh no, if aircon goes, and on top of what's happening with the pandemic, I might as well kill myself. What we're saying to you is that we 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 are we are going to continue on, regardless of um, Mark's itinerary. And also, regardless of the pandemic, we are going to carry on, aren't we? We'll probably mm-hmm. have Mark? to, um, we'll end up in a bunker somewhere. Well, the, the world outside yes. is, this is going to be exactly like what we were talking about a few weeks ago, the last podcast yeah. standing. The world is yes. coming down with a t- terrible virus and we're still in a bunker. Yeah. The last entertainers yeah. providing <laughs> substandard <laughs> entertainment to the troops. <laughs> it's going to be like World War Two all over again. Yes. Gosh! All right, yeah, I look forward to that. I mean, I mean, in a weird way, it'd be quite fun to do. It. I mean, another weird way, it'd, be, it'd just be kind of a bit weird because we'd be in a bunker together and everyone else would be sort of dead or, or yeah. So that would be a bit odd. But anyway, uh, fuck it. Good, super. Um, good to get a fuck it in there uh, for no reason at all. <laughs> by the way, I hadn't. You don't I mean, normally need two an minutes excuse. Fifty. <laughs> two minutes to fifty-eight seconds, fifty-nine seconds, and I hadn't got a fuck it in. Fuck it! No, that's a great idea. I look forward to that bunker. The, the bunker. So actually, we'll have the normal aircon, then we'll have the aircon on tour, and then we'll have bunker. End of the world aircon. End of the world aircon. Um, I'm seeing. I'm hearing another little. Um, another little jingle there. Yeah. <laughs> end of the year. End of the. 
end of the ear ear corn. Is that what you said? I then? said Did end you of the, the world joke? ear corn. But yeah, you're right. End of the ear. And then no no end no 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 that doesn't work end end of the world does but not yeah you're right um anyway enough of this nonsense so uh, let's, let's, let's move on let's, to the, let's, some let's other nonsense nonsense <laughs> <laughs> um can i just say at this point <laughs> can i just say at this point mark oh, okay um yes go on <laughs> that um that your tune from last week the end oh. of last week's episode your tune which is called uh um Damaged, damaged, damaged or damaged? Damaged, yeah, damaged. that little cheerful, upbeat number. <laughs> it's a really good tune, and I advise anybody to listen to it. You just, even if you don't listen to us warbling on for an hour, fast forward with your tape decks to the end of that hour and listen to Mark's tune, Damage. It's just really good, and I, I, um, I was drawn into watching Taylor Swift's latest thing because of all this hoo ha about she's dressed up oh, yeah. as a man. Uh, for that video, called, is it just called Man or something? I'm a man, uh, or is it called I've dressed up I as a man? It. I saw the headline like about it, but I didn't go any further. Yeah, that. yeah, there's all that stuff and everything. And I was watching it. I thought, yeah, this is quite interesting idea that she's done with it and everything to an extent. And then I was, and then I listened back. I watched again. And I thought, yeah, but the tune is shit. It's a really awful. It's just pointless. It's just absolutely pointless. And then, in, in stark contrast to um, Billie Eilish's. Uh, Bond theme, which is a is yeah. fantastic, and you just kind of go, well, it's just it's just weird. Isn't it, it is, and she's great. But I got I got to be honest, I've had it up to here with Billie Eilish because that's all. That's all my Ruby is ah. a, has been a massive Billie Eilish fan for about two years, ah, right. and she just plays every day the same like fifteen twenty Billie Eilish songs. Which at first I thought oh, I quite like this, hmm. and then I was like. That's beginning to get a bit annoying now and now it's when it comes on it's like turn that crap off <laughs> turn it off I can't take it anymore I've heard it too many times you do driving me crazy playing the same songs over and over and over oh. but then that's what I used to do when I was a child probably so but yeah she's very good Billie Eilish and it's a, it's a lovely it's a, a lovely it's a great it's great, a lovely little tune a lovely little tune but compared to do check out the, um, the uh, what's her face ones I forgot, I forgot I've, she, she's so bland I've forgotten her name now Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Oh, there we go. It was just I obviously I'm not her target audience. I'm so not her target audience. But mm. and the video was, you know, it's an interesting idea that she, you know, employed. But even I mean, even that it just got a bit yes, well done, you dressed up as a man, you're making a point that in a man's world it's kind of if you're a man if well actually the point she's making is that if you're a man, you're a cock. That you're just a complete mansplaining piece of shit really and it's kind of going well maybe mm. some of the men you've come across in your time some of the alpha men in, in the in the music industry might be like that but i didn't recognize well, i, think I didn't right. recognize just, any any of my friends in that <laughs> portrayal of the man i uh, think it, it was actually from what i read uh, a dig at a very specific man oh is it okay which was um Sc- scooter braun i think his name is he's the person oh. who now has bought her well he, he basically owns the record label that puts out her stuff yeah. and and there was a thing last year where she was saying that he was very controlling and um, oh so does he look like that then she has dressed up I don't to know look actually like I don't know what he looks like I presume you've got to be careful for that I mean, there must be some sort of some, some sort of libelous thing if you dress up as someone and I don't know oh no maybe mm-hmm. ma- ma- maybe it's fine okay well that's it okay well credit where credit's due that's that's that all that's all <sighs> But I just thought it was just—I didn't know that. I just thought it was just kind of saying, "Oh, men are dicks." Oh, look at it. Here's a, here's a man being a dick. 
Um, well, most most of us are. Let's face it. Um, we're going to have to. Can you just? I, I've got to get this Amazon man. He's delivering something. Hang on. Just just we'll, we'll keep rolling. I'll be straight back. have to open the door he actually put it in our shed the only thing i would say about this poor amazon man is that for him to get through to our shed he had to walk through our washing and all my undies oh dear so he had to sort of he had to kind of kind of he had to kind of sort of and the and the washing line is quite low so you have to look to go th- through it you, you he, he he would have had to have waded through my underwear parted your pants um, parted my pants to get through to the shed which is a bit, which is a bit. Uh, anyway, I don't know him personally, so that's fine. Um, mm. Where were we? Oh yes, I was dissing Taylor. I didn't mean. To, I mean, yeah, whatever. We've done that. Do you want to mention anything more about Taylor Swift? Or we? Uh, Not really. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't need any more advertising, does she? She's had enough. Uh, she's had enough. Can you do, can you do me a quick Eric Walker impression? Because also something else from last week. I thought um, <laughs> listening back at that bit, I thought you do a really good Eric Walker impersonation. That is, so that. <laughs> that is so good. What do you think of it so far? Rubbish. I think that's, I think that's very, very <laughs> good. Can you do the thing with the... Um, can you do that? The, 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 I'm doing it right now. Gag? Yes. What, the visual gag? The, with, the gla- with the glasses. We are, yeah, well, I presume you can do that now. I'm yes. doing it right now, okay. yeah. You're doing that. Brilliant. Can, you also like do the, can you also do the, the gag uh, with the, uh, the bag? Which drops, he throws something up and it drops into his bag. There we go. <laughs> so that was like, oh, that's brilliant. Classic Eric Morgan with the yeah. bag, with the with the imaginary ball dropping into the to, into the bag. Thank you. That was great. God. People are spoiled with the show. People are spoiled the show because they actually get a bit of Eric Morgan there as well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure so that's a uh, listener in. Costa Rica is a big fan of Eric Wilkin. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ironic if he had the whole box set of all of Eric and Ernie's of the Eric and Ernie of the, the Eric and Ernie show? No, it's Morecambe and Wise, not the Eric and Ernie show. Uh, Morecambe and Wise. Um, if he had, yeah. you know, all everything they, they'd ever, including the old black and white films. Do you remember they made the black and white films back in the sixties? The uh, Riviera films, Touch was one of them. Wasn't oh, it? was it? There was more than one, wasn't it? It was more than one. Yeah, I don't think couple. it was black and white. I think it was just you watching on a black and white TV. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I remember. Didn't the, realize that, that. the yeah. Riviera Touch. I think it was called. What's the one um, where they basically accidentally become um, head, they sort of become head of the the of a, the junta of the kind of they they become accidental dictators or head of the uh, isn't that, isn't that what there's like a coup there's a coup d'état and they accidentally become I don't remember that one heads unless of that's states. the same one that I'm that's, thinking of well, it might be another one um, anyway anyway I'm sure as you say our Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican uh, friend, if he if he is a fan of, of Eric and uh, Ernie, he 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 will be in contact with us. Oh, are there oh, any? Um, oh, oh, yeah, I, yeah you're right. reminded me. So yes, are I there know, any um, uh, e- email? Are there any uh, any emails? I'm I'm getting it up now. 
I'm not falling for that one. I'm not going to make some little rude little comment about that. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you're getting it up now. No, I'm Brit not going to do that, Mark. just added Death in Paradise. Oh, oh that's lovely. That's but an not, email. Not, I've got that's for you, isn't it? Yeah, but how about, for, how about for Aircorn? We have had two... No way. ...genuine emails. No way. No way. I'll read this one out. No way. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Now, Dear, before you say it, I'm sorry, do you want to just say a, a little drum roll here? Because this is like episode 25 or something, and we haven't had any Gmails, and, 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 and we've had two. Wow. Sorry, the, okay. I got the fanfare. Okay, okay. Dear Mark and Bruce, in response to your invitation in last week's show to contact you about particular difficulties in my life, I'm contacting you now with an issue that has caused a major problem in my domestic life. This difficulty is as follows. My kitchen sink is blocked. Can you help? Your obedient and humble servant, wow. Terry Swain, if that's his real name. Terry Swain. Wow. Wow. That is ex- so exciting. Yeah, you didn't Isn't know anything it? about that, did you? <laughs> I had no idea about that. That is so exciting. Terry Swain. Um, sorry, I got so excited there. I forgot actually what what he was asking. What was he asking about? Uh, see, uh, can we help him block his sink? Wow, assuming oh, gosh, Terry is a man, but but with a why it usually it might, doesn't might not be, might not be, could be somebody transitioning as well. You never know. You could be careful what you say. Um, gosh, well, uh, Mark, do you want to have a go answering that one? Oh dear. Uh, well, I think the best thing you could do in that case is just move, just leave it and move out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what I do. That's that's quite draconian, I think, uh, as a as a a, dis, a a decision there, isn't it? A, quite a draconian decision to do that because, uh, I mean, I I know what you're saying. So from an idler's point of view, I think I totally understand that because we can't be bothered to do much, and that is, is annoying, isn't it? It's annoying if a drain is blocked. Um, yes. And moving, but then moving also is quite from an idle, idle point of view. It also, is quite a lot of effort to move, isn't there? Well, obviously, actually. I wouldn't move myself. I get someone to do it for me. Move. Someone would move you. Someone move you. Just going and stay in a hotel overnight. Yeah. Or somebody well. packed up all my stuff. Yeah. And moved it. <laughs> like, don't touch the sink. Whatever you do, just leave that. Leave that for the next person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I think well, Terry. Um, that's well, that's interesting, I, Terry. You, you might get spoiled because I th- I might ha- have a suggestion. But um, do you know something, Terry? I think what Mark has suggested is the, is probably that's all you need. I think that's a bloody good suggestion, Mark. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was too. Hopefully, that means that that's gonna that Terry will do that, and then he'll tell his friends to contact our show again with their problems. Be- mm. um, because he'd be so pleased with what we've. Um, I mean, some people pay. Some people pay a lot of money, don't they, to get advice from people, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and we're and giving it away free, f- absolutely free. That was. Well, we'll be coming back to Pop Bastard in a couple of minutes. But first, I want to say a few words about this new show, uh, Earcorn, with Mark and Bruce that everybody's talking about. And now, as far as I know, I'm the only Ken Bruce out there, and I certainly would never get involved in anything as downright shoddy as this load of old rubbish. So you can stick your ear on where the sun don't shine as far as I'm concerned. Hey, coming up next, it's Kylie Minogue with Better the Devil You Know.
Anyway, the next one, next one. You said there's two. There's two Gmails. There's, there's two mails. What's the second one? Uh, 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 should I read this whole one out? It's quite a long one. Is it? Oh gosh. <laughs> Go on then. Go on then. Uh, dear Mark and Bruce, I have a problem, and I wonder if you can advise. I am an actor, the face of real hand-cooked sea salt potato crisps. For this role, I played Jake, a real-life salty sea dog. And you will find me on the front of the crisp packet wearing a jaunty sea dog captain's hat. A jaunty sea dog polo sweater together with a seagull perched on my left shoulder. As much as I enjoy playing this character, I would now like to branch off and tackle more demanding roles such as Hamlet or King Lear or James Bond. I fear, however, that I will always be associated with hand-cooked sea salt potato crisps and that Mm. Sam Mendes won't be able to see beyond my jaunty sea dog beard and jaunty raised eyebrow that I use to highlight my amusement at having a seagull sat two inches away from my face. I have previously played a rash of streaky bacon Mm. and been a standard for Miss Marple and so believe that I have the range to tackle far more demanding roles. Can you help? Best God. wishes, somebody named Bert Odeberg. I wonder how you pronounce that. Do you reckon it is Odeberg? You think it's French, do you? Odeberg. Yeah. Name rings a bell. Bert Odeberg. I may have come across him at some point. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Yes, it does ring a bell. Well, that's well done. And well performed there. I liked you taking on the actor voice there. I was trying to, you know, imbue it with some life. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God! Yeah, so that's uh, that's a very specific um, problem, isn't it? Well, not a problem, but it's something that obviously this Mister o- Oderberg would like to. Um, I, I mean, you can't apply this to many people. There aren't that many people who have been in his predicament of being typecast as the face of a crisp packet, and then yeah. before and basically they want to kind of and, and you know it's been kind of smothering them, and now they want to move on to other parts. I mean, Smothered by crisps. <laughs> So again, there are worse Mark, ways to go. So again, Mark, um, what are your suggestions, thoughts on that? Well, I'm just reading it through again because I yeah. wasn't listening when I was reading it out. I was <laughs> That's just, what happens. I was just reading it. Yeah. Uh, any suggestions? Mm. Um, so, just well, I would just, say you have to should embrace the role mm. and and you know create a website. Mm-hmm. With yourself as Ooh. the Jake, the mm. salty sea dog thing, Ooh. Ooh. and you know, say you're available for public appearances. Yes, yes, and you know, really milk it, milk those crisps. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing a problem with that is that I guess the manufacturer of the crisps don't when they hold copyright on the character of Jake, the salty sea dog. Um, character wouldn't they wouldn't they have the from an IP point of view wouldn't they have the control of that if this Mr. Odeberg mm. went off and, and did what he did which is a very fantastic idea by the way to for make some money a bit like you know a, 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 a bit like these people who you know have had bit parts or, or any sort of parts in Doctor Who and they go off to Comic Con don't they and they yeah. do that for years a bit like that isn't it so but it's for the I crisp- bet there's a crisp con out there <laughs> crisp con <laughs> So, so I guess he could do it, but I mean, he he might be he might there might be some legal issues there. I think if he takes that character and yeah. well, I mean, it's only going to be uh, promoting the mm. promoting the brand, isn't it? That there is if he, that if he takes that, he could have a whole you know little kiosk 
selling yes. real crisps. Yes, yes, yes. I guess if he does that, then if they if, if they get to hear of it and they go, Ooh, we're not sure, we didn't endorse that, he can go, look, look how many crisps I've sold for you. How many extra packets? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. Look, two for two. But, but okay, so that's a good idea. But still, I think from from what you were saying in the body of the text you just read out there, there was still that feeling that he he just doesn't want to be typecast. And he has he had, he obviously has demonstrated in the past a, a good range with the playing the streaky bacon. Um, yeah. And also, what was the other one? Oh, yes. Stand uh, in for Miss Marple. Stand in for Miss Marple. Um, so that does that is proven range, isn't it? In terms of performance, so I can understand why he wants to try something else. So, any any other thoughts apart from obviously that money making whiz wheeze wheeze that you just suggested? Then anything else? Well, do? I'm keen to hear what you think. Nah, good deflection, dude. Good deflection. Um, well, what I suggest is, I think what he needs to do is, I, I mean, I'm guessing here. I mean, when he goes for auditions, does he turn up? With the seagull on his shoulder and with the mm. with that cap, that salty seaman's cap, and wearing yeah, could. because if he does do that, that's not that's not going to be working for him, is it? And I, you know, yeah. so that's number one. I mean, he probably doesn't, but just on, uh, Mr. Oderberg, just check that first. Are you going to auditions dressed as Jake in any any form at all? Even you know, even if you're not, you you haven't got the seagull on your shoulder. Maybe you you're wearing a chunky sweater. A chunky seaman's sweater. Anyway, yes. So if you're see <laughs> chunky seaman's, it is tricky saying. It's very difficult, isn't it? Saying that word. Um, I'm moving swiftly on. Then yes, that would be okay. But let's just imagine that you're not doing that. You're just turning up. I, mean, I probably have to lose the beard as well because again, people will. It's an iconic character, Jake, the salty sea dog. So I think you have to. You'll have to whip that beard off. Uh, no, yeah. Although, no, um, and go in almost in a disguise. Maybe. I mean, King Lear, you could do with the beard, probably. Yes, he could. He could. Yes, I mean he James could. Bond. It would be interesting to see James Bond played with a big bushy beard and a you know sea captain's <laughs> accent and a seagull on his shoulder I'd, I'd go I'd probably go and see that to be honest There's a new spin on James Bond I tell you what he does have the eyebrow he's, he's he mentioned in the his text there that uh, and weirdly enough I do I do actually have a, a packet of those, those crisps here in, in the house I don't know why but the chances of that are quite small but, I've got an empty uh, one on my fridge have you well it, can you see your fridge from there um, no, I can't, but I can mm. imagine it in my mind. Okay, but I think actually, if, uh, yeah, it's not in the room with me, it's next door, but um, from what I can recall, you say that raised eyebrow from Mr. Odeber, that, that pose, is very Roger Moore, isn't it? It is Roger Moore. Roger it was Roger Moore before Roger Moore was Roger Moore, probably. Well, no, no, wait. Uh, no, no don't forget that. No, <laughs> that doesn't work. Roger Moore's been around forever. Well, he's, he's dead, dead now, but he's dead. Uh, ah, now because he's dead, that again is a great opportunity to 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 resurrect um, that bit of um, eye acting. Maybe when he when he goes for an audition, because people have probably forgotten now that that's the classic Roger Moore, James Bond. Oh, can you do Roger Moore? I bet you can. Can you do Roger Moore? Oh, not really. Go on, have a have a go. Go on, have a go. Like. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. Do, do you Roger Moore? Do it, do it, do it. Well, you do Roger Moore. I can't do oh, I'm not, I, I'm not I'm fucking gonna try. Steve Coogan. <laughs> I'm going to try Sean Connery. You ready? For this role, I play Jake, a real life 
Salty Sea Dog. <laughs> you see, that's brilliant. That's see, you said you wouldn't, and you just oh, absolutely well, nailed it. I'm going to try and do Sean Connery. I'll, I'll try and so this is like a really poor man's version of of Rob Brydon and <laughs> Steve Coogan, who can actually do impersonations. But no, that I tell you, well, that was good. I'm going to ruin it now by doing Sean Connery. Uh, I've got to warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to warm up. You got you can't just go blind and saying, "Hang on." Hang on. Hang on. He's Scottish. I see it, you fucking bastard. He's Scottish. James Bond 007. <laughs> he is fucking Scottish, though. Hang on, let, let me warm up. Accent? Don't. No. Okay, sorry. We're well, trying to do ahead. a thing now where I'm talking. I'm Sean Connery talking to you as Roger Moore. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. I'm still warming up. I've got to fucking warm okay, up. Okay, warm I can't. Up, I won't laugh again. It's not my strength impersonations. Actually, no. You play. If, can can you play? Oh, in Goldfinger, uh, uh, what, what what was the name of the bad guy in Goldfinger? Uh, um, Gold Goldfinger. Goldfinger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Goldfinger. Wasn't it? <laughs> what was the name? Of what a numpty oh, I am! Yeah. Yes, it's Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. you're playing. Can you Fantastic. play? Can, look, I can say. Can you play? Um, can you play Goldfinger in this scene? Are you ready? And you should. This is an iconic scene from Goldfinger, and I'm, I'll be playing Sean Connery. You ready? Uh, do you expect? Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die. That's brilliant. I don't remember. I don't remember what he sounds like. No, but that was very good. And now, and now, uh, you, uh, all right, a key. <laughs> uh, fair, fair enough. Uh, right, pal. Pal. <laughs> uh, dear, that's brilliant. Excellent. Thank you. Uh. Enough. But you're much more. It's very good. Um, oh, generally, you generally, you could, you could. I'm mean, talk about. I mean, you could, you could make. I mean, you, you could be. You could go to James Bond conventions, being Roger Moore. <laughs> now that Roger Moore's actually dead, you could pretend to be Roger uh, Moore, uh, can you? Uh, oh, With yeah. that accent. Um, with that accent, you'll go a long way. I could do a bit of Clint. Do you want a bit of Clint Eastwood? Go on then. Hang on, I've got to warm up again. <laughs> I've got to warm up. The actor warms up. Uh, hang on, here we go. A man's got a man's gun. Hang on, hang on. A man's. Oh, I can't do it. I'm shit. No, I can't. That's anyway, quite the, good. I no, it. no, 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 no. A man's got to know his limitations. No, that's shit. That's really bad. I, I reckon you could do a much better one than that because you were doing some good American accents this week. Uh, that's the lot. Do you know that line? A man's got to know all his limitations. Do you, do, no. do you know what that line? What film that comes from? That line. It's the last line in a classic Clint Eastwood film. Well, I'm going to make a guess because yeah. I don't mean uh, at Dirty Harry. Yes, but not actually. It wasn't Dirty Harry? Dirty Harry Two. It called. Uh... Deadpool? No, that was... Uh, no. Magnum Force. Magnum Force? Yeah, Magnum Force. Number two. It had... It might, might be number three. I think it was number two. But it had... Magnum de- Force. It's like it some had- kind of ice cream advert. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh. It um, had, had... Did you hear that? Quite a big belch. Um that's <laughs> very much. Uh, that's, a, that's a freebie for you. David Soul from Starsky and Hutch was played one of the bad guy cops in Magnum really? Force. Yeah. 
you not remember that? Don't give up on me. <laughs> you can't sing that. We'll get done for copyright. Oh, sorry, you fucking yeah. all the money we've earned now is now going to have to go and pay our lawyer. And, and talk about money. Yeah. We've 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 one, again one dollar seventy two. That's probably actually what what that song's worth. You reckon what that that amount of that song that you just sang there? One dollar. So that's wiped. That's it. That's wiped us out, isn't it? Because you sang that was that. worth it. Don't give up on me, baby. You done it again. Oh shit! I I, I know but it's become an airworm now, isn't it? Oh, uh, Lord knows we've come. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! That's going to get really expensive. Um, are you going to play the song? You know, we're talking last week again. I like going back to last week because there's some goodies in last week. The three thousand dollars tune. Okay, so Mark sent this three thousand. I copied the three thousand dollars tune to me. Um. And I had a listen. I mean, Mark's description of it was, it's shit. Uh, and I didn't say it's shit, did I? Back to you. But I, I was being polite. No, it wasn't shit, but obviously it wasn't <laughs> anywhere near your... It was well, it's of, just, you know, like a ridiculous yeah. throwaway kind yeah. of yeah. Pff, non-entity of a piece yeah. of music. But um, And it earned you $3,000. I think maybe at some point you might want to play that on the show, but it's up to you. I don't know. I feel a bit embarrassed about it. <laughs> I know, but it's fa- <laughs> do you not find it fascinating? I think it's fascinating. It is. I think listeners, listeners who will be interested by that, because obviously you write top, you know, com- compare th- that tune, which we, we may well hear now. Compare that tune to uh, the, the that the song from the, the end of the show from last week, which is such a good song. Oh, thank you. Um, and that's obviously the one that you put a lot of work and effort in. Whereas yeah, you just kind of, of course. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the funny thing about that song I put on last week is that when I started working on it, I was trying to follow a brief that I got from my agent, um, who said we need more, um, you know, positive, upbeat. You know, songs about people get sticking together through adversity. Like, oh, I do that, and then it, of course, <laughs> ended up completely the opposite. <laughs> you damaged my soul. <laughs> I just can't help it. I can't write positive, upbeat no. songs because it makes it's me fu- feel slightly sick. It's very funny though that that was the brief, and you ended up with a song called "Damaged." Hello there, it's your old pal Wogan here, coming to you from the other side, and for once. I'm not making a joke about ITV. Uh, it's no fun being dead. But I'll tell you one thing. I might not be on the airwaves any longer. But at least you got Earcorn with Mark and Bruce to keep it going. Um, should we talk about The Stranger? This... this. Oh, you've watched it, have you? Uh, yeah, I've watched the whole series on Netflix. We talked yeah. about it last week. But we haven't Let's really talk about it. And we're going to spoil it to everyone as well. So if you haven't watched Stranger, then just... Just turn away now or do something. Yeah, turn away because that'll help. <laughs> just, yeah. 
<laughs> look the other way. Look the other way. Stuff something in your ears. We're not going to talk about it for very long, so don't worry about it. If you if you haven't watched it all and you're halfway through or whatever, it seems to be lots of people have watched it. So anyway, uh, going back over the whole thing to do with Stranger. Originally, um, our friend, my friend, our friend, our friend Jelly said it was really good. I should watch it. You thought it was shit. And then you went back a little bit on saying it was shit. You said, actually, it's it's good shit. It's kind of, isn't it? You said, basically, it was like a guilty pleasure. It was good shit. Yeah, I suppose. You did, really, didn't you? Mm. So you probably want to know what I think now, having watched the whole... I do. It's been keeping me awake at night. Ah, well, between um, Katie and I, of the same opinion, it it was good fun. Hmm. And it had a good dark ending. I thought it might. I thought I, I could see the ending. I thought we'd discover. This is the big spoiler. I thought we would discover her that she'd pop up. She he, he basically had a, the bad guy had her under lock and key. His wife and right at the end he'd save her just in time. Um, but the fact that she was dead and in a shallow grave, I thought it was really good. It's kind of bold, hmm. really. Could have a bit of bold darkness. A bit it reminded me a little bit of that boldness of um, the end of Seven. Again, big spoiler if you haven't seen that film, David Fincher film, Seven. Here's right. the big spoiler. But, you know, Gwyneth McPaltrow's head in a box. And that was a that was a bold... That's weird. Nice. You know, I've seen that movie, but I don't remember that at all. Well, that's the end of the film, you know, I'm nuts. That's the big... <gasps> at the end, isn't it? Hmm. We don't see her head seen. in a box. You just know that he's killed her. He's locked her right. off and put it in a box. She's dead. Right. Oh no! So you'd forgotten. So you could probably watch uh, it again, yeah. and you'd and you and you've been surprised again by the ending because you've forgotten what the ending was originally. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Well, Sorry. I saw it a long time ago. It was like twenty-five years ago. Oh no! I've spoiled it. Well, you well knowing That's your right. brain, I wasn't planning on watching it. Well, <laughs> well knowing your brain, your age now, because you're not that far yeah. behind me now, are you? Um, yeah. uh, you probably forget by tomorrow, or even by the end of the show. Yeah. So that was well, that's, yeah, interesting. So that's what we thought. We thought it was a good. It's not a thing which later on you'll kind of go, "Wow," you know, about necessarily. But it was a good rollicking. Well, I tell you, it, I did enjoy it. It was a I page thought, t- page turner. Go on. I thought all you know, all the characters and the acting was very good. I just thought the the plot was so convoluted. That was the thing that kind of kept me from really getting completely involved. I just thought, "Oh, this is ridiculous." Right. <laughs> you know. And it got more and more ridiculous. I mean, it probably was. I mean, I haven't even bothered to look back at all the twisty, turny bits and kind of gone, "Does that? Was that actually credible? Did that? Could that really? You know, I haven't actually. Probably under examination, there's a good chance that quite a lot of it will probably just fall apart. Mm. I guess, but I haven't bothered to look back on them. I just kind of enjoyed the ride. It was a good. I suppose good, if you suspend your disbelief, yes, completely, yes. then yeah, it's enjoyable. Yes, I mean, was there a bit in it, particularly where you kind of thought, "Hang on, that storyline bit there, that you know, that was that was even at the end, it, that didn't tie up at all." Well, that was just nutty. That just didn't make any sense. Was there a particular? It wasn't that it didn't make sense. It's just I thought well, that wouldn't that, that you know, even in the, the within the realms of you know, sort of fantasy, mm. that's just stupid. Like faking a pregnancy, getting all this stuff. To me, that part in itself, I was already like. That does, that's a bit stupid. I can't believe that people would actually do that. I mean, maybe they do. I, I imagine they do, actually. I imagine people do do that. That's, that's I quite like that as a, an idea, because I thought, I bet that happens. I bet maybe people maybe. do to try and stay, yeah, something and nuts. They, they fake a pregnancy, and then they go, oh, no, I've lost it, just to, just to keep control of the partner somehow. They're so desperate. I, imagine I that suppose. Does I mean, I, I can't bother to Google it now, but I bet, I bet they do. 
I bet it's he, mate. It's a funny old world, isn't it, where these sort of things happen. Have you seen anything else recently that's worth our examination? I watched um, the last episode of Doctor Who, ah. of this series last night, yes. which I thought was... I thought it was pretty good, actually. Oh. Um, I don't want to say anything, though, because, you know, I right, spoil it. You they did spoil- reveal, like, some very uh, radical backstory for the Doctor's character that oh, yeah. had, I guess, been alluded to. But now it's like, wow, that's, like, completely blown the whole thing open. Hmm. So- I would say... No, no, no. But but talking in this abstract sense, we can carry on with it. So, was the thing without saying what the thing was, the backstory thing? It was it, it was was it more satisfying than a classic ending to a quite a convoluted series that was written by what's his face that we've talked about before, what's Stephen Moffat. Yeah, was it was it? Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I th- I it do was more feel satisfying. like it was more satisfying. Chris as, Chibnall writes stories that are much more. Uh, you know, da- sort of grounded, and mm. um, you know that that you can follow and understand, mm. rather than just come away f- feeling like I didn't have no idea what any of that was about. Mm. <laughs> but it was entertaining. But yeah, it, it was. Um, what was the question? No, you answered it. That was the question compared to um, a slightly too because um, we're just talking. I don't know when it was two, three episodes ago about Stephen Moffat's endings. That you actually the ride is quite fun. And you think, oh, 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 and you're looking forward to the, the whole denouement where it all ties up, and you go, ah, mm. so that's the thing. And then quite often the ending doesn't match what you know what has been. Um, yeah, yeah. You, it wasn't. It's just not satisfying. You kind of get, hey, what? That doesn't make sense. You just go. I mean, it was good because yeah, it it made sense. It wasn't predictable yes. at all. Yeah, but it made sense. The only thing about it, I'm just still finding Jodie Whittaker a bit irritating. Yeah, which is a shame. Hmm. I don't know that she has like a that much sort of depth mm. to her acting, mm. like David Tennant, for example. Mm. You know, or Smith, who like or Smith, what's his face? Yeah. Yeah. I was not a big fan of we, Matt we Smith. Like, it was okay, uh, but David Tennant yeah. for me was like David Tennant mm. and Christopher Eccleston were both mm. really really good. Both mm. the kind of people that you know, so much expression just mm. in their eyes. Mm. Can you do a David Tennant? No, I bet, <laughs> I'm not I even going to try. I, I bet you can. He's I'm Scottish, isn't he? I'll, Sc- yeah, but I'll have a you, go. Go, go on then. What you get? You're doing it. You get away, get fast, you know. Spinny fun, spinny fun. Have you been watching Frankie talking to Scottish people? Have you been watching what Frankie, language that, are you speaking then? Nah, was, that was hardcore Dundee, just from the west side of Dundee. Dundee, Dundee. Have you watching talking about Scottish people? Have you been watching Frankie Boyle's show at all? I haven't. No, you mentioned it's really this before, good. And it's really worth it. watching. Four episodes. He's very, very funny. He's laugh out loud funny, and that is mm. a rarity on TV. I can tell you. Yeah. Very funny. If you're bored of watching porn, then tune into a corn. If your face is turning puce, then try some muck and brew. We never do prepare before we go on air. So everything you hear is fresh and full of cheer. How's your week been, anyway? Um, oh, sirens again. Um, it's been relatively busy actually 
played a gig on Saturday night. Oh, with, with the, the Silver Relics. Silver Relics. How's that was, go? It was pretty good. It was enjoyable. It was, um, it was quite a good crowd there, I thought. Yeah. Um, didn't make any clanging errors in my playing. Um, yeah, it was fun. And good. I had a quite... Probably the easiest and most enjoyable background job I've, I would say I've ever done. I wasn't doing it. It was Ruby Hibbs doing it. Yeah. I was just there to accompany her. But she got picked to be a 1950s child for some new TV show. Or I'm not sure if it's a TV show or a film mm-hmm. that's being made. So we had to go to... Uh, Wardrobe to get fitted. Is that right? Yeah. And it was nice because it was being filmed not far from where we live. Mm. And it was one thirty in the afternoon start, which is reasonable. Got that she had her own dressing room, Gosh. which is the first time that's ever happened. Wow! And it was just for a for a picture, not not for a like for a photo that's yeah. going to be appear at some point. Yeah, it? yeah. It's like a family photo of this yeah. family, and then, and we had to go to this ha- really old a house that hasn't been renovated since the nineteen fifties. It was amazing. Wow! Really, really beautiful. Inside, you know, carved wooden staircase features and those stained glass windows, and and they had it, you know, taken out all the furniture that was in there and replaced it with vintage forties and fifties furniture. So it was really amazing. And where, uh, took where, about an hour to do it, and then we left. So it was brilliant. Yeah. And that's perfect, isn't it? Nice and yeah. short as well. Interesting and short. So where whereabouts in New York was that? Um, in Midwood, which is sort of quite close to where we are, really. So how much would she get for that? Can I ask that question? Well, I have. So uh, well, I mean, the, the rate is the same. It's like it's usually a 150-ish dollars for a eight or 10 hours. Yeah. Regard, you know, so if you're there for 10 hours, you get paid that amount. If yeah. you're there for one hour, you get paid. So that, yeah. I think it was about that. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good hourly rate. It's good. When, it's only, it? when you're only there when, for an hour or two, hour. then it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And how much do you take? Uh, well, I, I don't take anything. But, what? Um, what? You're mad. She's your daughter. It's so easy. At this age particularly, <laughs> you can just say to her, look, the normal arrangement is... Well, the, the way they I, do it... So they, but they have a thing like a um, a percentage. I'm not even sure what it is. A percentage of it goes into like a trust fund oh. type thing. That So every time she does this, a percentage of it goes into a fund. I get, And that, that that's something that has been set up, I don't know how long ago, but... I suppose because there were cases of child actors basically getting nothing because their parents just basically took all the money. That's right. So a percentage goes into that, and then, you know, Ruby gets like a percentage of it herself, which to her is quite a lot of money. Gosh. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's good. So you did that. That's lovely. Um, Did that. Worked on another new song, which I'm quite happy with. I haven't finished yet, but... uh, now, are you going to be singing this, or you're? I've forgotten the name. I think of the I'm tr- going to sing it. Yeah. Okay. I f- I forgot the name of the guy who, who sang the last one again. Alex. Alex. Yes. No. Alex. Alex. And what does Alex do? He he. Obviously, he he sings, but does he? he well, he's a singer in that band. Yeah. Well, the band that that I'm play, playing in, Silver Relics. He's the singer. No. No. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, he's he's the Silver Relics guy. Is the guy who sang on the tune last week? Yeah. Oh, it's the same guy. I didn't realise. I'm like, yeah. Ah, I didn't realise that. I'm such a divot sometimes, you know what I mean? No, no, sorry, I probably no, didn't I am. explain it. Do you no, want to, I am. Hey, do you want a tongue twister that's actually relevant to where you live and to see how good you are at it? Go on then. Unique New York. Go. 
That's it. Unique New York. Yeah, but you have to say it more than once, mate. It's a tongue twister. Unique New York, 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 unique New York. I could keep going on. Actually, you can. You Ah, oh, it's so annoying. I can't do it. I'm going to genuinely try. Go on then. Unique New York, New York. Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. I just end up going. Unique New York, unique. I can't do it. Katie can do it really well, but she's 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 good at all of them. You know that classic one? I was born on a pirate ship. Have you done that one before? I don't know that one. No. Do you know? You say I was born on a pirate ship. See, the idea is just say it and say it as fast as you can. Just keep saying it. Go. I was born on a pirate ship. 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 I was Hang born on a pirate ship. I was born on a pirate ship. I was born on a pirate ship. Yeah. Okay. The idea, right, is that end up, you end up saying, I was born on a pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> you see, I don't think you actually said that, but that's the idea of that one. You didn't do it though, so you kind of let, not just me down, but you let the listeners down. Oh, sorry. You, sh- you should have ended up saying, I was born on a pile of, pile of shit. But anyway, it doesn't matter about that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Maybe you have to be drinking to make these things work to the. I just think you're very good at tongue twisting. Tongue twist twisters. I don't know. Maybe a certain percent, percentage of the population are really good at tongue twisters. In the same way that maybe certain percentage of the population are immune to the coronavirus, 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 fucking hell, colander anus virus. Corona. I know. Corona. Coronavirus. Maybe there's a certain percentage of people out there. You say corona. I say Coriolanus. <laughs> a twisted root. A twisted root. If you want to have some jewelry, go to Twisted Root. Twisted Root. Yes, 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 yes. Twisted Root. If you want to have some jewelry, go to Twisty, 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 Twisted Root. I tell you what, um, I shouldn't be saying this live, really, because I know we're going to get inundated with with uh, mail after I say this, because there has been um, recently Facebook have been taking off ads by people saying, declaring that they actually do have a a, um, a remedy, a vaccine for coronavirus. Really? Uh, yeah, they have. And people have been putting it. Like, obviously, people are sick, just trying to make money out of nothing. Mm. Ugh. Can you imagine it in this world? The irony is, I do actually have a remedy for this particular strain of coronavirus. Um, really? I've been keeping it quiet, obviously, because I don't want people to kind of, you know, big part of people come around to the house and going, Ooh, come and save us, save us from the virus and everything. I go, oh, God. Because it takes a bit of time to concoct it. But uh, yeah, I do. But I'll, you know, I'll, because I'll, you're my mate and because I, I care about our listeners too, um, I'll give you some of the ingredients, but I'm not going to necessarily give you all of the ingredients. Yeah, does that make sense? Not really, but carry on anyway. Well, maybe maybe I'll give all, all <laughs> maybe I'll give all the ingredients. Maybe I will, and then okay. So basically, what you need? Are you listening? Are you going to write this down? I've got I've got a pen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What you need is two. You got a pen? It's two sweet potatoes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, and then you've got to get the rind. Okay, the rind of. A hard-boiled pig. <laughs> you get, oh, don't take the piss. Do you want to do this properly or not? Do you want to be saved from the virus? I want to virus? be saved, please, Mr. Right, okay. Bruce. Rind of um, a freshly um, freshly laid egg. Rind. 
<laughs> it's not called a rind, is it? It's called the shell, isn't it? The shell of oh, the, the shell. The shell. I'm getting. I'm getting my rinds confused. Michelle. The shell of a, a freshly laid egg, and the egg has got to come from um, a Venezuelan bantam chicken. Have you got that? Venezuelan bantam chicken. I spell Venezuelan. No idea. Just put it roughly, and it will and it'll be nice. Because it's only you that has to remember. I'm. I'm not. You're not. You're not going to be. You're not going to get marks for. Marks won't be taken away if you've misspelt Venezuelan. Okay. This okay. is all about you just. Okay. Um, having the remedy so you don't die of this disease, uh, this virus. So, um, where, so where have I got to? Sweet potato. How many Sweet did potatoes. I say? Is it two? <laughs> <laughs> the the shell. Not of, filling me with confidence. The shell How many did I say? Shell of Venezuelan. Shell of a Venezuelan bantam hen egg. Yeah. And then the very core, the, well, the, you, the, the very core, core the very sun. core, no, the, very, the, the core of a collapsing no, star. No, no, <laughs> that would be silly. Just the very core of uh, an apple, an apple core. In fact, the very core. <laughs> Take it to the very core of the apple. Apple okay. core. So not the yummy bits, but the bit you always leave at the end. So that's not just the pips. It's the you know that is the really harsh bit. The pips that sit in this little kind of bit in the middle of an of a. The core, um, yeah. yeah. Then, then get a pestle and mortar. Yeah. Have yeah. you got? A pe- have you got a pestle and mortar? If I've got a hammer. Say, I'll probably do. Mm, no, it's got to be a pestle and mortar. Uh, um, right. Yeah, it's got because it's. Yeah, it's got, no, you can't use your hammer. It's ridiculous to use a hammer. Put all the stuff in there. Okay, give it a good old mortar. Good old. It's really you know. Pound it up. Pound it. Pound all those things in with your pestle and mortar. Okay, and then add a sprig. Okay, a sprig. Of rosemary, mm-hmm. yeah, and three flecks of turmeric. Three flecks. Flecks, yes. There could be three flecks, average size flecks as well. Not well, because if flecks. you put two, more more than three flecks, you're going to fuck it up and it won't work. Oh God, it's okay. very precise. No, it is precise because it's how big is a fleck? Well, everyone a standard size fleck, 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 standard size. Standard Google it. If you, standard size fleck. fleck. Yeah. Okay. And then finally get some lemon juice, tomato tomato sauce. And uh, I said lemon juice, tomato sauce. What else is it? There's one more thing. One more thing to really make it work. Uh, what's it called? Oh, avocado. But not the actual, not the, not, not the actual stuff you eat, but the avocado rind. I knew there was rind in there somewhere. It wasn't the mm. rind of an egg. It was the rind of the avocado. So get the avocado. Right. So put that, well, mash it all. No, I haven't finished yet. And then blend oh. it. Blend it all together. Blend it, blend it, blend it. Okay. Uh, and then knock it back in one. So put it into a glass uh, and um, gulp it down in one. And that, if you've got it, that will clear it up within... I can't guarantee how... I can't. This isn't a guarantee, okay, how long it will take. Because people have asked me, how long would it take for me to not have this? But um, it will take under, under 28 seconds. Anywhere between, you know, 10 seconds and 28 seconds. And, you'll, and, and, it'll, and it will be clear of... Um, I got one question. Yeah, go on. Now, majority of these ingredients are fairly easy to get hold of. Yeah. There is one problem. Yeah. And that is the Venezuelan bantam hen. Well, not my problem. It's for you to source, mate. Just go online. Just go online. Find out where. Find out in New York City where the nearest uh, Venezuelan bantam chicken um, emporium is. They're, they're, there's bound to be one. I mean, they have everything in New York, don't they? Every they do. everything you can imagine. I'm going to um, Google it right now. Yes, 
Google it. Venezuelan bantam. Um, uh, just going to. I mean, I can't spell Venezuelan. It doesn't matter. Google's great like that, and then you just want the eggs. You just go, yeah, somewhere there. Venezuelan bantam. You are doing it now, are you? I am. Okay. In New York. What's come up? Venezuelan lime roast chicken recipe. <laughs> That's not what. No, no, no. Because you're not eating chicken. You're having just want the egg. You just want chicken the, saddle. Sh- Check out our chicken saddle selection. Mm, no, I don't know. What's that? Something you could ride um, ride a chicken. <laughs> what's, that? what's a chicken saddle? If I look that up now. Chicken jackets, chicken saddle. Oh my god! This is like this is more implausible than the than the fake your own pregnancy thing. I've got looking at a picture of of a chicken wearing a yeah. crocheted sweater. <laughs> it looks quite oh happy. well it's that's only in you only in america mate is that america well this is etsy it's oh, right, absolutely yeah. ridiculous that's stupid isn't it but i don't still get a chicken saddle so why would you want to sit i mean who's going to sit, sit sit in the saddle a very small person or no i suppose another another chicken right, yeah oh dear is this the chicken sex site Strap oh, on no. chicken, chicken strap on. <laughs> oh, dear, no. Uh, I forgot what I was looking up now. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, the Venezuelan bantam. Yeah, bantam. I think I think that might be a Egg. problem. Oh shit! Oh well, you might have to. It might. I mean, to save your save yourself getting the virus, uh, well, you will get it. But to actually to get a vaccine for it, then you, it's probably worth a visit down to um to uh, what's the capital of Venezuela? You're the one. I don't know anything about Venezuela. Porto de Fanio, de Fanio, de Fanio. Porto de. No, I'm making that. I have no idea. That's a question for everyone. Anyway, that's that's one for our listeners. Uh, Gmail. What's the capital? That's an easy one for everyone, isn't it? Easy. But well, trying the thing to, is, these days with Google, it's kind of pointless, no. Isn't well, it? I think people to play it pro- no, play it properly. Oh. Don't don't use I've Google. It up. <laughs> of course, it is right. Lima. Okay. Is it Lima? Is it no, Lima? That's, that's Peru. Peru. Alright. What, what what's the capital of Venezuela? Caracas. Ah, Caracas. That's a good one, isn't it? It is for this <laughs> recipe. It's totally Caracas. Alright, <laughs> 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 he kicked me he kicked me right in the Caracas he did. <laughs> um yes, very good. Well, that was uh, interesting. Just trying to do um, my bit to to help people because yeah, obviously I don't know how long it's going to take until the them scientists with their test tubes and their clipboards and their their white coats are going to get round to at some point coming up with a vaccine. Come on, come on, everybody! You would think with AI and stuff like that, you'd think with all the AI uh, that they'd be able to just knock something up by now because they yeah. need. You would think, wouldn't they? You would think, but maybe I watched too many science fiction so. films, too many science fiction films where they they do it really quickly, don't they? They go, hang on. Well, yeah, they do in films manage to get yeah. these things together. I've got my own remedy for it, actually. What is that? Don't get it. Don't get it, yeah. You're Don't right. get the virus. That's good. Then you'll so, be fine. Actually, it's quite funny, this whole uh, self... Um, self... What's it called again? Self Quarantining. Think, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, but over here it's called something else. Self... <laughs> Self medication. No, so it is self sabotage. Self, self quarantining. That's but they're calling it something else here. 
Oh, why can't I remember that? Anyway, but it means the same thing, self-quarantining. So what's the, so what's the guidance for you over in America compared to over here? Oh, because, my God. I haven't been following what's been guidance in America because if you listen to, you know, the idiot in charge here. Yeah, yeah. He's, which <laughs> reminds me, I just watched uh, um, Michael Spicer's latest Oh yeah, it's very funny. Room next door with yeah. <laughs> Trump talking about the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Um, so yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, everybody's fine. No, no, everyone's fine. They're all. Every, don't worry about it. That's yeah. that's what they're saying here. Well, that's what he's saying. Of course, that's not what the medical authorities are saying. Just he, be careful. Just be wary. But at the same time, hmm. you know, it's, I'm, I think it's getting a bit blown out of proportion. Hmm. You know, I don't want to. Poo-poo, the whole thing. But and, it, um, and and if you do poo-poo, what do you have to make sure you do, Mark? You have to wash your hands. You have to wash yes. your hands you know, right. proper, properly. Over here, we've been told to wash our hands. It's not. It's like we never. Uh, it's like this new discovery to stop people, illness spreading. Wash your hands. Yeah. Well, you and I don't have a problem with that. Being slightly OCD, I wash my hands about twenty-five times every day, anyway. So I'd like um, to think I did that much. But I also I've got eczema as well. So I've got this. I've got this problem that if I wash my hands too much, it, it aggravates me eczema. So I'm, I'm in a bit of a quandary there. Oh, I know. Ooh, dear. But, um, oh, right. So they're not giving you any advice at all. They're not saying, I mean, I'm well, just probably are, for, but I'm not. You're not, mean, really, I'm just, no, not listening. Yeah. It's like, uh, don't go near anybody who's Who, got the, I don't know. Who's got a virus, yeah. I mean, yeah. just exercise the usual precautions you would take to avoid getting other kinds yeah. of disease like the yeah. common flu and the common cold yeah. it's like don't french kiss strangers on the tube that's, yeah. that's what i would say well, that don't do that anymore mark if you have been doing that don't do that anymore because that's going to increase the chances isn't it yeah something um, i saw i was coming back from that gig on saturday night and um there was a sudden bit of commotion at the other end of the train carriage oh and uh, i wondered what's going on and then people were standing up and looking and i thought I'm just going to get off, just you know, yeah. as a as a coward, just in case something weird's happening. Anyway, yeah. I think I think somebody had a heart attack. Oh no! On the train. So somebody had a heart attack, and yeah. you and you got off. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's not like I'm a doctor or anything. Sorry. I couldn't. Well, no, let, I know. let me let me through. Let me through. I'll I'll save this person from potentially having some kind of. Who knows? Maybe they just had, maybe they were just drunk. Don't worry, I'll yeah. give them a mouth to mouth resuscitation. Yeah, they're, they're fair. Um, play. But somebody not, called the, an ambulance turned yeah. up. Oh gosh! Eventually, but, yeah. but it could have been something. Could have been something else. Yeah, better drama. Uh, th- th- very quickly, I was just going to say, as, as idlers, the whole self—it's called self isolation over here. Self isolation. Oh, yeah. So, um, and there has been talk that if it's, you I'm know, do, do that already anyway. But that's—I I think that's the th- what that, that's what I was going to say. As idlers, we spend a lot of time self isolating anyway. So, but I was wondering where, by if it gets to a point where they're sending a lot of people home from work and schools and stuff like that. Whether people will just get a little taste for like basically not working or going to school, and they'll go, well, this is much Ooh. more fun. And by accident, they'll the government will be turning people into idlers like us. Well, not all of them. Yeah, they'll brilliant. Be ones that it'll be interesting. A certain percentage will go, okay, it's all right now. It's now the summer months, and most of the virus has kind of lost its potency. You can go back to work now. And there'll be people going, well, actually, I don't, it's I, I, I quite enjoy it being. I don't think I will. I quite like being at home and yeah. seeing my partner actually, just, and, my, and, you, and my kids, you know, yeah. and actually not not being stressed, doing a bullshit job. Maybe I, I, I won't. Maybe it's best that I stay here. No, you just have made me realise that all the things that you're supposed to do to, you know, prevent getting this, I'm already doing anyway. 
staying at home, washing my hands yes. all the time, <laughs> uh, not coming into contact with other people. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. So I'll be fine. So everyone, yeah, follow Mark. Follow Mark's lead, everybody. Follow, find yourself, um, yes, talk, talk to an idler. An idler will tell you what to do. And also, if you get a bit worried, you have to go home and think, what do I do when I'm at home? It's like, well, this is where for you to discover... Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Build a bunker. Get into the bunker. Start a podcast. um, And uh, discover your... Reach down and discover your inner idler. There you go. Wise words to end on, Mm. I think. Yes, I think. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, I didn't didn't say wank you. I said thank you. Did I say wank you? You did. (laughs) Well, that's very rude, isn't it? Why did I say that? That's I I mean, up... That's going to upset a few people, isn't it? I, I, I did not say wank you. I said thank. Did I? All right. Let's well, have on a, that note. Let's have, some, let's have a nice bit of music to lead us out with, shall we? At the end of a long day, you deserve to unwind with some quality me time. And by me time, I mean you time. Spending quality time with me would be weird, because I'm just a voice in your head. A nice, relaxing voice that wants you to unwind after a long day. Forget about all the bad things in this world. Like that thing you did last week when you thought nobody was watching. Don't think about that right now. Just relax and unwind. Empty your mind completely of any negative feelings you might have about the bad thing you did. Nobody saw you do it. Except, maybe, Elsie, the nice lady who lives next door. The nice, kind, lonely old lady who likes to keep an eye out for her neighbors. She's the kind of person you'd want to have looking out for you. Unless you'd done a bad thing. But relax. Breathe deeply and forget all about it. Put all thoughts of getting rid of Elsie out of your mind. Just relax and unwind and let go of all your worries. Are you relaxed yet? Forget about killing Elsie and unwind. You deserve to relax. Banish all thoughts of how to dispose of the body and breathe deeply. It will all be over soon. She's an old lady. She won't put up a fight. She's just a nice old lady. But she has a daughter who comes to visit once a week. A nosy, plump, asthmatic daughter who might easily trip going down the stairs to investigate the strange smell. But for now, just take a deep breath. Banish all negativity and relax. Relax.